This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, I like bats. Uh, Chris Factor Fiction. Chris likes bats. Uh, Theme music. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And there's no horse Lanta as evidenced by the fact that he hasn't said anything yet. Yeah. He is celebrating zombie Jesus. By eating eggs. Yeah. Happy zombie Jesus birthday for all who observe. I mean, I guess eggs technically contain the brains of chickens or proto brains of proto chickens. Well, I mean, I don't think Zombie Jesus eats the eggs. No, but you celebrate him by eating eggs. And, I mean, if you're going to celebrate a zombie, you should do it by eating brains. And since prion disease is a thing, probably shouldn't eat human brains. So I guess the proto-brains of proto-chickens is what you eat. Battle tracks based on my knowledge of Christianity. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about prion disease lately because we've been watching Yellow Jackets. Understandably. Yeah. <laughs> um, both things. And great. Now that I've been talking about zombie Jesus, Lucifer has decided to pay me a lot of attention. <laughs> and my dog, not the uh, the biblical being. I mean... I mean, he could be the biblical being. I don't know for certain. Yeah. He, no one knows the time and place or whatever. I yeah, think. I mean, I don't know. Are there any... Are there tests to prove that somebody isn't the devil? I mean, I know if you drown a person and they drown, they're not a witch. But that's about yeah. all, that's all I know for sure. Yeah, but I mean, he's a good boy, even if he is Satan. Yeah. Yeah. So we watched the movie. I like bats. Has nothing to do with by, any of that. No, it's just just by Kylie, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Yes, thank you, Kylie, for suggesting. You always have fun suggestions. Oh, yeah. Okay, the dog is licking my foot now. That's weird. That's fair. Yeah. I'm getting... Uh, ugh, my feet are being licked by Lucifer. <laughs> Which, I mean, people probably would pay for it in some places, but... I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum, as the kids say. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure some kid has said that. Yeah. Some Some cat named Matt Alex probably has said that from time to time. He's a child at heart. Yep. Uh, even if he's not legally a child anymore. Legally, schmeagly. Yep. All right. So this movie, Chris, how does this movie film start? Uh, bats. Oddly audible bats. Very audible bats. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, Bats use ultrasound, right? Like, you're not supposed to actually be able to hear bats? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Not really. Yeah. Well, these are fruit bats, so they're, maybe they they are edible, or they are audible and edible. I don't know. Right. Uh, but, um, I mean, fruit's but yeah, they not feed a bat. Coming. Yeah, but they, <laughs> yes, but they feed an orange or clementine or halo or something to a bat. Like you do. Yeah. And then we 
cut over to the shop. Yes, the uh, the magazine especial. I don't remember the fuck. Like, it's weird because this is this is a Polish movie, so all the words are either incomprehensible or look like they took English and changed a couple letters. Yeah. Which I'm sure if you and, know Polish, it's much more comprehensible, but yeah, I mean, yeah, incomprehensible to an English speaker, but sometimes like you're listening, you're like, it's like, I don't understand that word. I don't understand that word. Oh, they just slightly changed that word from English. And I don't understand that word or that word or that word. <laughs> and so borrowed words and languages are always fun. I mean, English is fucking full of them. So I guess that's probably why I enjoy the English language. Yeah. And uh, this place sells, among other things, everything. Yeah, custom tea sets. This, this, this store is the store from the Friday the Thirteenth TV series. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Which had nothing to do with the movies, but it was what. So it was uh, this this guy had had made a deal with the devil. And sold a bunch of like curios to people, and then he died. And then his inheritors found out about all this and decided to go back and get these items, these cursed items that had been sold. It was like Needful Things meets Warehouse 23, well before either one of them existed. Yeah, it was weird, as I recall. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know if it's worth watching because I watched it as like an early teenager and my taste was not good back then. But there was also a that was all that was like one of those late night shows, like late night Fridays or Saturdays uh, that and there was a Dracula show around the same time, not to be confused with Forever Night, which was also on at about the same time. But there was a show based on Dracula where he could go out in the sunlight by wearing sunscreen, much like a scene in that movie Blade. Yeah. Yeah. Was some um, motherfucker trying to ice skate uphill? No, not in the Dracula show, but I kind of want to track it down at some point and see if it's anywhere streaming and I can watch it just to see if it's as bad as it might be. Like, hey, that werewolf show turned out to be as good as I remembered, so maybe the Dracula show is too. And we meet Auntie. Yes. Oh, yeah, because oh, actually, it's, we don't start at the store. We start above the store where there is a picture that has recently fallen off the wall. Oh, uh, yeah. And the glass broke, but they were talking about, I, I'm assuming it's the Auntie's ex-husband who passed. Sure. Maybe. Whoever that dude is, he is giving... Like fucking Sophia Loren levels of side eye. Yeah. Yeah. He don't care for whatever was happening when that was made. Oh, apparently Jane's Mad- Jane Mansfield's cleavage was was next to him, and he was just side eyeing it. Spare. I would. I mean, it was Jane Mansfield. Um. And then, uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't think anyone can begrudge me that. Uh, and then, uh. They end up having to go downstairs, yeah, and there's, like, this fucking curio shop that sells, like, tea sets that a uh, blonde uh, lead lady makes. 
um, among other things. But there one there is one dude who shows up uh, wearing a mask through the window, and then he goes passes like through the the spot where he, the wood where you can't see through. Then he comes out their side, and he's just his normal self. When his uh, then I and the uh, the curtains don't match the drapes, and by that I mean his the hair on the top of his head does not match the the mustache that he has. And I assumed it was a fake mustache. I will later be proven wrong. Yeah, yeah. The guy <laughs> has like some real uh, like rip torn energy, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he would buy that for a dollar. Yeah, for sure. That's that's who he reminds me of the most. Um, it turns out he runs laughing. like a, a actual joke shop. Yeah, he sells like novelty joke items, like fake vomit like, and ice cubes with flies in them and fucking shit. Yeah, and he's laughing about it the entire fucking time. Like I laugh at my own jokes a lot on the podcast. It is a failing of mine. I will admit this. But that dude makes me look like I just I'm fucking deadpan. Yeah, he will laugh at just like general statements he's made. Yeah, he'd be like, "I walked here." <laughs> you look like you're in a bad mood. Maybe I should lay off with the mask shit. <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. And uh, we meet up with the next guy who shows up at the shoppy. A uh, rich dude. Yeah, and he uh, and and like when they're when they're cleaning the painting that had fallen off the wall and the glass had broken, Auntie was like, "Girl, you need to find a man. You're like you're over nineteen. Like, why are you not married yet? I'm yeah. very confused. Like." There's that nice guy who is always offering to walk you home because you have to like take the bus and then walk, you know, down the lane to your house, you know, whatever his name is, Milosevic or whatever. And uh, <laughs> that nice guy, Milosevic. Um, see, I laugh at my own jokes, folks. Um, they, uh, yeah, and, and it turns out that the guy the guy she's talking about is the dude who shows up next, who is well-to-do, apparently. Yeah. He's, he's got the monies. He's also several years her senior. Yeah, he has a beard, a thick beard, and no hair on top of his head. Yeah, and the... We call that the, uh, we call that the, um, the night look. Oh. Yes. And I, the blonde blonde lady is like I don't know, twenties, probably late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, like it's hard to tell. It's the eighties, so like plastic surgery wasn't as common. She's somewhere between twenty and thirty. Who knows? Yeah, I'd say between twenty five and thirty five. But she's not a uh, not into it. Nope. And uh, the newscast in the background you hear is talking about how there's some sort of... Uh, oh, yeah. Well, no, joke guy is like, hey, like, did you see the newspaper? There was this lady murdered in the, murderly alert in the woods that you live near. And uh, she's not the only one. And the blonde lady is like, yeah, don't tell my aunt about that. Because the last thing I need to hear about is how I need protection walking to my house. He's like, your secret's safe with me. And then... Fucking rich dude shows up. And he's like, 
hey, Auntie, have you heard about this? Yeah. Yeah, he walks in. He's like, hey, I'll walk you home. And she's like, nah. And he's like, okay, bye. I'm good. She's like, nah, fam. Yep, and then he just leaves. It's There's some interesting yep. choices in this film. I mean, it's the right choice to make if a woman says, hey, no, I don't want you to walk me home, and you're there to walk her home. You're like, okay, peace out. Yeah, but sometimes stuff just happens. And then, like, why? what was the point of that scene? They could have just talked about the guy and then showed well, they him. Introduced, they, they introduced the rape murder leader. Yeah. Uh, because there was sexual violence involved as well. Uh, and we, we, we were introduced to comedy guy. I use comedy in air quotes. And we were introduced to rich guy. And we... I mean, it set everything up. It's just weird. They're like, we need Maybe to introduce not- rich guy. Have him walk in, say three yeah. words, and then walk back out. I mean, it might have been kind of Lynchian in its uh, <laughs> feel. I mean, and not like Lynchian as Lynch planned it, but just it feels weird and surreal because they did a bad job with it. But <laughs> it was accidental Lynchian. That's, it still counts. Yeah. Technical Lynchian, the best kind. Yeah. Uh, that's my favorite uh, genre of uh, nerdcore rap is technical Lynchian. Uh, it's very sub 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 genre of you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more of like a math mathcore jazz fusion. It's more about the notes you don't play. Mm-hmm. Or the sense that you don't make. So uh, he leaves. Uh, I, uh, boy, I think we should do better than Blonde Lady. Um, I don't Vampirella. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, she's a female vampire. What can I say? So she uh she heads home. Yep. For the evening, where she takes the bus. To the end of her lane, which is then just a lighted grass path through the woods to her house. Which, when we're introduced to her house originally in this, it doesn't seem like it's that great. But later on, it's apparently she lives like in a fucking mansion. Yeah. She makes bank off like of a, custom tea sets. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you can work bat wings into your tea sets to, to work as cup hold, you know, the... the the fucking thing you hold the cup by, the handle, uh, then, hey, you know, good on you. You should patent that shit. Yeah, I can understand why you had trouble bringing down handle. Yeah. It's a very technical <laughs> term. I know, like, yeah, my, my English isn't so good sometimes. I mean, it's, my, it's really my only language, so, but yeah, sometimes not so good. There's a lot of words in it. I mean, to be fair. There are there are a lot of them. I cannot keep them all in my head at the same time. But she, Handle apparently was one of them. You know, was one I was having trouble with, yeah. Also, I'm getting old. I'll be forty five this year. Wow. That brings me to the realization that I don't know how old I am, apparently. <laughs> I know how old I am relative to you, so it turns out I'm older than I thought I was. 
<laughs> I mean, I, usually I feel like a 30-year-old. Today, apparently, I have the memory of a 45-year-old. Uh, but yeah, so she walks there, and she you see that she has like semi-domesticated bats that she feeds. Um, I don't know, like she just kind of spends a night at home. Yeah, chilling with her bats. Yeah, like you do. Presumably, she like likes bats. them. Yeah, they don't, she never actually says I like bats. Although there's a perfect spot at one point in the movie. When they like ask her about bats, and she could have just said I like bats, but she didn't. Yeah, I was kind of like disappointed. An oversight. Yeah, I was like, she could have said the thing, and she didn't say the thing. I mean, in fairness, <clears throat> she might have said it in Polish. She very well might have. The subtitles didn't say it though. No, and that that disappointed me. They could have just put it in the subtitles. I would never have known if she said it in real life or not. But yeah, so she spends the night, and then the next day, she brings her auntie a tea set where there is a bat wing as the handle, and I'm pretty sure it's an actual bat wing, and not... Oh, no, no. This is not yet. So she she spends the day with her auntie, she goes home, and she is attacked by the sexual predator slash murderly or lure. Yeah. And he's like, kiss me. And so she's like, fine. And rolls over on top of him and then presumably bites his neck and does her vampire thing to him. Yeah, gets her proper vamp on. And she destroys his jacket by throwing it into the kiln that she has in her house. Because at first I was trying to figure out what the fuck that was. And then I saw all the pottery around. I was like, oh, that's a kiln. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Why'd she burn the jacket, Maybe she... Troy? Because it had blood. It was evidence. But but the guy was there still. I don't know. I'm assuming she used the, his bones to make bone china. Oh. I guess you gotta make the yeah, china was... for your custom tea set somehow. Yeah, that was my headcanon. And then, I don't know, the, the meat she probably just fed to her bats. And so the only thing left was his clothes, so she burnt them, those, in the kiln. Seems like she'd need a lot of bats to eat a whole people. I don't know. I don't do bats. I don't think bats even eat meat. Like, they eat bugs and fruit. So I don't know what she did with the meat. If only we had a way to find this out. Yeah, Christian. Ooh, ooh. Let me ask Christian Bing. (laughs) So, uh, she takes care of that business. Possibly feeding an entire person to bats. It's unclear. But then she takes her custom tea set to the shop. Yes. And this is where we meet uh, the Silver Fox. Dr. Cody Rhodes himself. Yeah. And he, Dr. Uh, Cody Rhodes Jung. He's super into the bat tea set. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, this is fucking amazing. This is unique. It's creepy as fuck. Fuck, I cannot wait to drink water steeped with plants in it. Yeah, this would really bring together my dining area. You know, what with the bat appendages and the like. (laughs) Yeah, like the auntie is like, "Uh, no, that's not for sale. It's a personal item. He's like, really? Because it's pretty awesome. And she's like, it's totally for sale. I'll sell the fuck out of this. Yeah, you want to give me money? I will take your money. 
And earlier she tried to sell one to a guy with dowsing rods. Yeah. Oh, the, the dowsing rod. Yeah. Who <laughs> the guy who was like pointing it towards the uh, towards uh, Vampirella and was like, it's the it started shaking and or he was shaking it violently towards her because she was full of life energy or something. Yeah. Mostly he wanted to bone her. Apparently, is it determined determined sexual attraction by the user towards the subject? Yeah, but I mean, in fairness, everybody wants to bone yeah. this chick. Yeah, really, pretty much anyone with a dick. Possibly not. Although, funny guy doesn't try to. Yeah, well, it's hard to tell. As soon he as he's laughing, it's hard to read. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't obviously hit on her. Yeah. But, Maybe. like, yeah, every other dude in the movie does. Yeah, super obviously. Well, no. Well, no. They don't automatically hit on it. Later on at uh, at the estate, she doesn't actually get hit on too much. That's true. Yep. They're all professionals there. Even the patients. Um, yeah, so... Uh, but she's kind of into Dr. Cody Rhodes. I mean... He doesn't have the nice American nightmare tattoo on his neck yet, but um, he's getting there. He's getting there. Uh, but he's and she's like, oh, like, well, I, you know, are you going to come back? I, I could bring some more stuff tomorrow if you want to come back and look at it. And he's like, no, nah, I'm just passing through. And she's like, damn it. Yeah. Um, she's very upset that she's missed out. Yeah. And meanwhile, a rich guy is there, too. And he's kind of like. I see these sparks and they do not make me happy. I'm going to follow Dr. Cody Rhodes and see what he has that I don't. Yeah. And apparently it is a strong jaw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that does lead us to the restaurant scene, Chris. Uh-huh. And uh, despite beyond eating uh, copious amounts of meat by uh, Professor Dr. Cody Rhodes, uh, what else happens in this this scene? Oh, you know, lady just takes off her top and is dancing around at the bar for no reason. Yeah. Even though I do yeah. like the bartender because he definitely has this whole like again with again. the titties. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to get me shut down? How many times do I gotta tell you not to pull out the titties? <laughs> Although I can guarantee you that one was cast because of her breasts. <laughs> yeah, and her willingness to expose them. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, but then a woman, a, a uh, brunette woman in a leopard print uh, dress and makeup shows up and dark glasses. Yeah. And starts asking questions. And one of them is, Oh, but but first we have see the rich guy is talking to Dr. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. He's trying and, to get some intel. Yeah. Like like what's your secret, man? He's like, I don't have a secret. I'm just eating my steak now. Thanks. Yeah, I'm just a guy at a restaurant and you're a complete stranger to me. What the fuck is even going on right now? Yeah, like I'm like he's like, Can I buy you a drink? Like, nope, I'm at my limit because I need to drive home. I'm going to eat my steak and eat my broccoli and finish my drink. I'm going to go home. Leave me alone, you fucking weirdo. I'm just going to eat my dinner at a restaurant like you do. Yeah. Or apparently occasionally like, take out your tits. Yeah. And the guy's like, but I'm rich and I the, like women don't like me. What's wrong? And the guy's like, have you tried not being a dial tone? Yeah. Have you tried not being 
the most wet fart of a goddamn person you could be. Which and uh, he didn't care for. No, he leaves. But then he's replaced by brunette woman. Yeah, who also offers him a drink. Yep. And he also declines. Ooh, oh, Chris. So according to our fun, our published fun paid winter in Christian, bats only eat people. Cute videos of them eating fruit are all deep fakes put out by Big Bat. Hmm. I'm going to say citation needed on that one. Yes. And uh, so she's trying to chat him up. And uh, I can type and talk at the same time and not say the words like a horse Lanta. Uh, and so, and he's like, I don't like women. And yeah. She's like, really? And he's like, yeah, just leave me alone. I'm trying to eat my steak and drink my beer. And she's like, well, what about if I take your beer and pour it onto your plate in a flirtatious manner? And he kind of gives her a look like, I may be into that. Oh, well, I didn't know you were going to ruin my dinner and my beer. So in that case, <laughs> yes, that's hot. I thought you were one of those broads who wouldn't wreck my meal, so. <laughs> I'm only into women who don't allow me to eat. But it turns out that Brunette is actually Vampirella. Bum, bum, bum. It's Vampirella in disguise. Yeah, like no one, like anyone did not see that coming. Because the best way to get with the guy she was interested in was by acting like a different person? Well, he didn't try to bed her right there in the store, so obviously he was not into her. So maybe he's into brunettes. I guess. I mean, every other guy was trying to like pick her up there in the store. That is true. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and so... Um, and then that evening, uh, she goes to visit her auntie, and her auntie is watching television and calls her into the room. And on the TV is Dr. Cody Rhodes uh, Jung, who apparently runs a uh, a fancy psychiatric treatment center on a mansion in a mansion and on its grounds. Yeah, and she's like. I have got to check myself into there oh. because I am a vampire who has the hots for Dr. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Young. Great plan. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> oh, uh, listeners. Well, I, I guess, if you, if you don't have access to our Patreon I channel, I, up. I apologize because Christian posted a funny picture there. Um, but yeah, he, he has cited his sources and obviously bats eat humans and nothing else. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Complete legitimate citation. Totally. <laughs> One hundo P. Uh, and, uh, so she decides that she's going to check herself in there. Uh, we are treated to a scene of her aunt floating in the air. Well, she sits underneath her aunt, and her aunt quotes the I Ching to her. Yeah. Because that needed to be in there. Somebody had to do it. 
It's not going to do uh, itself. Nope. And then uh, we are treated to her driving to the psychiatric hospital mansion in a fucking beautiful old car. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. Didn't But the guy did the thing before this. Oh, yes, you're right. Maybe that's his car, actually. Yeah, that would actually Cause, track. Because she didn't drive a car before. She was taking so, the bus. Um, yeah, she's taking the bus, but then rich guy shows up at her place and decides he wants to try to sexually assault her because he loves her so much. Yeah. Like, it like is not the way real life works. Don't sexually assault people you think you love. Yeah, please don't do that. If you or, feel or the desire to sexually you... assault someone, you don't love them. Just yeah. saying. Maybe don't do it to people you don't Ever? love. Yeah, don't, don't, don't Just do it ever. I I know I know that we're going out on a limb here, but don't rape people. Yeah, like at all. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a radical statement. You know, I'm I'm just risking you know my reputation here and all, but don't rape people. Yeah. Not not good. Don't do that, please. Thank you. No. But don't worry, he gets his. Yeah, he shows up and he tries to like rape her and she just eats him. Yeah. Because she's a vampire. Apparently feeds him to the bats. And feeds him to the bats who only eat flesh. They do not eat fr- fruit or insects. Those are all deep fakes by Big Bat. Yep. And now we're all more educated for it. Yes. Thank you, Christian. So then she takes off in the newly stolen car, probably. That's a real nice car. It's an old car. It's like one of those, like, the handles are at the front of the door instead of the back. Like, it opened, the doors open the wrong way. Old Rolls Royce looking thing. I love it. It's very nice. I would love, I would drive it, even though I can't drive a stick. I'd figure out how to drive a stick just to drive it. Or put an automatic transmission in it somehow. Just jam it in there. I wish I had the money that I could afford an old car and then afford to have an automatic transmission put into the old car. Yeah. That's the kind of money I wish I had. I wish I had convert old car money. <laughs> I mean, that takes a lot of money to have like just frivolously, frivolously do that. That's true. I assume I've never done it, but I can't imagine it ain't cheap. I, yeah. Uh, I mean, you have to rework a lot of shit. I assume. And then people look at you like you're crazy. Like, why would you fuck up an old car like that? And I'd be like, I can't drive a stick. Yeah. And like, well, you could just learn to drive a stick. It's like, no, I have ridiculous amounts of money. I want to convert it to an automatic transmission. I think when you got that kind of money, you don't have to argue with people. Yeah. I mean, I could just buy Twitter and drive it into the ground. Yeah. That'll show them. Mm hmm. So we're now at psychiatric facility yeah where um she meets the doorman yeah who tips his hat to her and then says do you have a fucking appointment (laughs) and she's like no but i wanted to talk to the doctor anyway because i sold him a tea set and he's like well if you were talking to him about business instead of you know patient stuff then let me dial you into her secretary his secretary so you can talk to her via intercom. Oh, a tea set? That's totally different. Yeah. Because he loves his tea sets. We all know this. Yeah. 
And she uh, manages yeah. to get in. Yep. And she meets an artiste mm-hmm. who is painting on, I don't know, like maybe like an eight foot by 10 foot tapestry. Yeah, I know how those are. Yeah, you know, like a comically large tapestry that someone might send to people. Uh, pre pre in this case pre uh, printed, but his case unprinted, so he had to paint on it to make it look you know as awesome as I don't know like a a tapestry with our logo on it. Yeah, yeah. Buy yours today. Yeah. You can you can do it on uh, society6.com or store.flowersbusiness.com. They often have like 30% off sales. You can't afford not to buy it at that point. Yeah. I mean, I think, Chris, I might have actually paid for all of our hosting for a month this year with uh, all the uh, Society6 purchases I've made. <laughs> yeah, you very well might have. Uh, a number of stickers. A uh, two travel mugs and a, a giant tapestry, I believe, is what I purchased this year so far. And we're only in April. Yeah. Well, wait till you, wait till you get to the nip orb shirts. Yeah, the nib orb shirts. <laughs> I still that cracks me up so much because I mean the listeners have no idea because. You know, Horseland was wearing a Cannibal Corpse shirt with a flannel over it, and the way he was sitting, all I could read was Nib Orp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because those are not the letters directly over each other, so he had to have been, like, leaning to the side in a way so that, like, it was, like, diagonally framed. It was, it was, it took some, it took some, uh, some sheer luck to come up with that one. Uh, you had to be there. Yeah. But, you know, look for Nib Orp shirts soon. They'll probably open for Baby Metal when they do their North America tour. I hope so. Whenever they fucking announce the North American tour. So, uh, there's Art Man <clears throat> making art. Yep. Who, who is a rich junkie, apparently, mm-hmm. we find out. Yeah. Can we just call him Dandy Warhol? I insist. Yes. That's so behemoth of you, Chris. <laughs> I, was, I was snapping for approval. <laughs> they did that in the Yellow Jackets, season two, episode two or three. So we meet him. Yep, and then we they make she makes her way to the the estate, the mansion, and uh, checks herself in. Yeah, after after telling Doctor Cody Rhodes that she is in fact a vampire. Yeah, and he's like, "Cool, cool." Explains the bat thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So you have delusions. That's good. We we've worked with delusions before. So, but we're gonna start with hypnotism. Because if we hypnotize you, we can find the source of your delusions. And she's like, yeah, it's funny. I can't be hypnotized. And he's like, yeah, we'll see. We have experts in the field. We have top men working on this. It's top men. Top men. And by top men, I mean like one old guy. Yeah. But he's moderately successful at it. 
Also, yeah. it seems I mean, weird that's that's your starting point is hypnosis, but well, this was the 1980s in Poland, so I could see why maybe they start with hypnosis, and also it's a movie, so who the fuck cares? Yeah, fair enough. So the the session goes. Yep. And she cannot be hypnotized, and he is frustrated with that fact. Yeah, because he's supposed to be a top man. Yeah, he's like, you're feeling very sleepy now. She's like, funny, I'm really not. He's like, but let me count from 1 to 11, and then you'll be sleepy. And she's like, yeah, you did, but I'm not really sleepy. He's like, but you're hypnotized. And she's like, no, no, really, I'm, I'm not. Um, so apparently her brain is just fighting the pa- the hypno patriarchy. Yeah. yeah. Aren't we all in our own way though? Yeah. Fuck the hypno patriarchy. Amen. <laughs> Not the crypto patriarchy, the hypno patriarchy. And then do we cut to the rabble rousers? Sure. I think where they're all in, a. Uh... I don't know what the fuck room this is. It's some big ass. Oh no room. no no! First, she has her first full day at the place, which involves gardening. Yeah, and she just tells everyone she's a nymphomaniac, and none of the dudes try to sleep with her when they find out she's a nymphomaniac. Which good on them, but like kind of surprised me for a 1980s movie. Yeah, especially considering how everybody was doing that before, and that wasn't even like her opening gambit. Right? And then we later find out that the gardener is like stooping all the nurses, and the gardener like is like, here's your fucking rake. Go rake some leaves. Yeah. She's like, I'm a nymphomaniac. Like, that's great. Go rake some leaves. I need to go fuck a nurse. Yeah, super cool. I'm going to go bang this broad by the water. Yeah. Which was kind of like, or in the greenhouse. He, he likes to bang him in the greenhouse. And apparently uh, he just spends all of his salary on condoms because the nurses aren't pregnant. Yeah. And he's just banging nurses all day long, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. So that kind of surprised me. Like, and then she like sees like junkie dude. And he's like, oh, what are you in for? And she's like nymphomania. And he's like, oh, that's great. I'm a junkie. But I like it here. It's nice. It's like a vacation from my life. And she's like, that's great. Yeah. That's kind of how that scene goes. End scene. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like I'm making a joke, but I'm not. That's how that scene goes. And then we get to the rabble rousing when Polish uh, Dan Castaniella tries to tell everyone that x-rays give you AIDS. Yeah. Because apparently there's a whole lot of x-ray and going on in this place. Yeah. Whole lot of chest x-rays. Uh, not sure why. Yeah. But apparently the guy's worried that they will give him AIDS. Yeah. Somehow. You know, from the x-rays. Yeah. Definitely not sexual contact because if anyone's going to get AIDS in this place, it's the gardener. That's true. That's why he spends all the money on condoms. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I I'm surprised they just didn't have sheep roaming the 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 estate that he was turning into condoms. Uh, they uh they come grab that guy though because they can't have him talking bad about the X-rays. That nope, 
that's how they make their money is on x-rays. Yeah, that's how they bill to insurance. Yeah. It seems like a scam. But that's because I live in America, so healthcare is a scam, so. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so then we are treated to a scene of Vampirella being x-rayed, and they just get nothing. Like, there's no bones that show up. It's just either she has no bones Mm -hmm. or the x-rays just can't penetrate her skin. In my mind, it is a it is an extrapolation of the vampires not casting a reflection. But that is totally like headcanon. There's no there's no mention of that in the, the movie itself. But yeah, she she ain't got, she doesn't show up on the x-ray. And they're just like, what's wrong with this thing? He's like, I don't know. And the doctor's like, well, I want this thing taken apart and put back together properly but tomorrow because we can't have an unworking x-ray machine because how if the x-ray machine doesn't work it doesn't work how are we going to give the patients aids yeah it all makes sense when you mm. break it down like that that's right yep um and yeah and i don't know what what happens from here chris read your book there there isn't one so from here she leaves? No, well, no, she... So she sneaks out of her room. Oh, she sneaks out of her room and grabs a guy, grabs a gardener guy, tries to seduce him. Lures him into the greenhouse with uh, the uh, expectation of sex, but she eats him instead because she is having a vampiric episode. Yeah. And she told Dr. Cody Rhodes that she was starting to feel like the vampiric urge is coming on. And he's like, yeah, that's great. I'm going to try. We're going to try to hypnotize you again later. Yeah. We'll and she's like, yeah. X-rays and hypnotizing. That should help. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so she lures the gardener into the greenhouse. But uh, Rich Junkie or Dandy Warhol sees her. Um, sees her do this. And he so he watches as she like sucks the blood out of the dude. And then the next day he has a psycho Billy freak out on top of the mulch pile. Yeah. He's, uh, he's yelling about how it's people in there. Yeah. It's one of the greenest people. And then he unearths, uh, the gardener's body and all the nurses are like, well, fuck, uh, what are we going to do now? Um, and, uh, this is when, and then, and then the Vampirella is like, see, to Dr. Yeah. Cody Rhodes. Cause like, I, I had to eat a dude. So I had a dude cause I'm a vampire. Sometimes I gotta eat a dude. And she, and he's like, yeah, but you suffer from delusions. Oh, the auntie shows up at one point. And he's like, oh yeah. Like your, your niece thinks she's a vampire. And then the auntie's like, oh, don't say such things. Like, oh, it's so <laughs> terrible. And um, the the girl leaves. Yeah. She ends up leaving the treatment because they aren't doing shit for her because neither x-rays nor, hip, nor attempted hypnotism fixes her vampirism, oddly enough. Weird. Yeah. I mean, if they had tried that in Blade, there would have been fewer motherfuckers trying to ice skate uphill at that point. You gotta hypnotize the x-rays. That's the trick. Yeah. Um, 
And that is when uh, I'll buy that for a dollar decides to throw a party for all of his customers. Yeah, which there's a whole lot of them. And they're very well to do. On his barge, his pleasure barge, like he's Jabba the Hutt. Um, and she manages to get Dr. Cody Rhodes invited because it's a masquerade uh, party, but apparently only the men wear masks. Yeah, it's a Polish thing. I guess. It's, it's not quite uh, eyes wide shut. It's eyes sort of squinted. Yeah. Uh, just just one eye shut. Yeah. Um, like Popeye, the Sailor Man. And because uh, I got the same squinty eye. Uh, True. <laughs> which, wow. That's a. Uh, I don't know why my brain literally pulled out the Robin Williams Popeye movie to quote, but it did. That <laughs> uh, classic a, film. I really enjoy that film to this day. Shelley Duvall, Robin Williams, uh, Bluto, Bluto, you know, because he's mean, he's mean, you know what I mean? He's mean, he's mean. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I like that movie still. It's fun. It's dumb, but it's fun. Uh, And uh, it's, it's probably a much better filming experience for Shelley Duvall than The Shining was. Oh man, she kept all of her hair. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and so they're on the barge, and oh my god, all the lights go out, and oh my god, laughing guy is dead. I'll buy that for dollars. Dead. Yeah, and then he starts laughing because he's not really dead. He just got fake it's, stab blood on him. It's fake blood. Won't even stain. Don't worry, guys. You can buy yours today. Yeah. It's solid. Even it's yeah. like gelatinous. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so, like, uh, Vampirella and Dr. Cody Rhodes kind of flirt over throughout the whole thing. And then, um, I'll buy that for a dollar, shows up in a mask and then suffers a heart attack, pulls off the toupee that he is wearing, which is why his hair color did not match his mustache color in, in, in texture as well. Yeah. Uh, and he dies there at her feet. Mm-hmm. And then there is a funeral with a lovely dirge yeah, played su- over it. Super fitting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris, could you uh, talk about the, the music for us? Just a touch. It was weird. It was real weird. It was like, uh, I don't know. I felt more like they were going to go to some kind of circus or something. Oh, the whistling thing. Yeah, yeah. there's a weird whistling song motif thing that happens all the time. Yeah. Like, all the time. And there's variants of it. There's, like, the sad, slow version of it. <laughs> there's... Yep. It's And which, which do they play over the funeral? Um, neither. They play some other weird some song. Circus Calliope music or something. It's what my head says it was. It's probably not accurate, I mean, but it kind of makes sense for that dude. Because if I was that dude, I'd probably be like, "Yeah, you're playing like dun, 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 <laughs> over my funeral because fuck it, that's who I was. I was the laughing guy who just laughed at everything, even though it wasn't funny. 
Life's a circus. You learn as you go. Sometimes yeah. you lead, sometimes you follow. It's true. So I've yep. heard. Yep. So then uh, Dr. Cody Rhodes and Vampirella meet up with his friend, the the guy that has glasses. Yes. And they drive to the beach. Oh, yeah. Like CIA operative guy. Yeah. I don't know. They have a weird prison on the beach for mentally unstable killers. Yeah. And Cody Rhodes had just taken her there to show it to her, but apparently this dude was like, oh, no, no, you brought her here to be locked up because she's a vampire. We've dealt with vampires before, but never female vampires, only male vampires. We didn't realize female vampires were a thing, but we've locked her up anyway. And Dr. Cody Rhodes is like, oh, excuse me, what? Yeah. And by locked her up. You can't lock up the woman I love. And they're locked up in, like, chain link cages by the ocean. Yeah, and they're like open in the back towards the ocean, but not in the front. But Dr. Cody Rhodes just lets her out by lifting up the front of the cage. Like just it just roll it just fucking like lifts up like it's a garage door. Kinda. Yeah. And like I'm like, does just no one just try to lift the front of the cages then? He also does uh and, beat up two dudes at once, which is pretty great. Yeah. He does not, however, eat any cake by the ocean. No. No. And then uh, they are so into they each other. They in a little bitty dune buggy. And they go in have sand. intercourse. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's yeah. in the water, and sometimes it's not. No, and like by water you mean the pool at the estate. Yeah. Psychi- psychiatric hospital. It's kind of like Color of Night with less uh, Bruce Willis dong. Yeah, zero out of ten. Which I was reminded of thanks to Yellow Jackets. Yep. So they have a, uh, they have the intercourse, which of course means they're now going to get married. Yes, because that's the only people who have sex are people who are married. Yeah. And it's only to have children. Yeah, that's the only reason. Yep, it's the only reason sex sex exists. It's not for pleasure. Procreation only. Yeah. This statement is not endorsed by me nor the podcast. <laughs> possibly Horse Lanta. Yeah, possibly Horse Lanta. But who wants him to procreate? Oh, God, nobody. Not even him, I don't Yeah, think. no. No. I mean, I'm okay with him having sex. I'm not okay with him procreating. Yeah. I don't want to know about either, but just, just putting that out there. Don't want to know about either, but definitely do not want him procreating. Ugh. Sorry, I, I'm yep. just trying, to, <laughs> trying to get out of the place you've put me, sir. <laughs> Sorry about that, Chris. Um, but yeah, so they get married. She leaves the hospital like in this like black outfit, and I was like, and they're throwing rice at them. I was like, holy shit, did she get married like in a black dress? That is the weirdest thing ever. But no, they went and got actual married in a white dress. She got actual married in a white dress. And I was like, okay, I'm okay with that. But I was like, I thought it'd be kind of funny if you just got married in a black dress, because who the, I mean, no one in the United States really would do that, but it's Poland, so what the fuck do I know? True. Maybe that's the thing in Poland. And then they drive off into the 
future. Which we cut to. Yes. Yeah, what? And it's uh, presumably sometime later. Yes, well, because they have a child and she is pregnant with another child. Yeah. And uh, the grown, somewhat grown child runs off into the shrubs. Where there's a gardener or babys- babysitter dude. Yes, some guy. I don't know. He, his, he is some kind of servant. Yeah. And That's uh, all I can tell you. Tur- turns out that kid, what what they had, is also a little vampire and ate the dude. Yep, she got the teeth and everything. Yeah. She's all banged oh, out. We did skip over the fact that when they were getting married, Auntie told her that she knows of a dentist who can take care of her teeth like they did for her, implying that the Auntie is also a vampire. Yeah. And then, and then that's it. Yeah. That's the movie. The end. So, Chris, what did you think of this movie? Uh, I liked it. It's it's definitely not a horror movie, really. Kind of. It, it's more of a <clears throat> weird romance movie. It's a horror comedy romance. Yeah. I. It's an interesting uh, take. A hokoro. A Hokoro. Hokoro. It's an interesting take on a vampire story. It kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, the one with John Amplis. Yes, the the one of the two movies with John Amplis. Martin. Martin, is that the name of it? Yeah, the one that George Romero did. Yeah, I don't remember. It's a vampire movie... But it doesn't have like the normal trappings of a vampire yeah. movie. I should. There's a movie called The Immortal, I believe, that came out in the 90s that is also a vampire movie like that. Maybe I'll throw that on the list at some point. I don't, I don't remember liking it, but I also was in my teens and didn't really appreciate things as well as I do now. So. But anyway, continue on. It's yeah, because it's it's less about being a vampire this one, and it's more about this woman's quest to marry a uh, well Cody Rhodes. well-known psychiatrist guy. Yeah, with the last name of Jung, but it was like Rudolf Jung, not Carl Jung, which kind of threw me. That'd have been two on the nose. I guess. But I liked it. It was it's an interesting vampire story. I'm I like a vampire story if it's not just, you know, coffins and stakes through the heart and whatnot. It's nice to have a different yeah. take on the thing. I say give it a go. I mean, you can watch it on Tubi, so you're not gonna be out any money. It's not real long. It's on Or Shudder. Or Shudder. You can also you can also watch it on Shutter if you choose to watch it th- if you've already paid for Shutter. And it's I mean it's only like an hour and twenty minutes long. It's not a super long watch. It is eighty one minutes. But yeah, it's pretty good, all in all. Sometimes it's a little strange. But that 
it just adds to the kind of surrealness of the whole thing. It has definitely got like some real light Lynch vibes to it. What do you think, Troy? I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to describe um, why I like it. There, there's like there's like a wry humor to this movie, which is not totally obvious, but just kind of permeates it that I really enjoyed. Um, I like that it's a, a female vampire movie, which was not about lesbian vampires, which seems to be like the hammer horror uh, trope. You know, like all female vampires must be lesbian vampires. Um, but I don't, it was fun. Like there, I, I legitimately laughed a couple times. Uh, it was like, yep, that lady's a fucking vampire before they announced that she was a vampire. Um, I don't know. I, the, the dude, like, like, I don't like women. Just leave me alone. I thought was kind of interesting. I don't know. It's, it's just an interesting movie. I think people should watch it. It's, it's just. It's not something you see every day. And I love like when other, I love seeing other cultures takes on things like vampires and such. Uh, Cause it's like, we're so steeped like in Western European uh, culture in the U S that it's nice to see things like even just Eastern European takes on things are different enough that they're intriguing. So I think people should watch it. It's fun. And uh, what are we watching next? episode chris because i believe we are we probably will not have an episode next week we are watching castle freak but the new one for, what uh, we've already seen castle freak no chris. no not that one the other one there's apparently ah, a the remake there's a 2020 castle freak which i'm i i am skeptical but we'll see um i think it's also on shutter which was weird when i searched because i i went I had not actually watched the uh, the Stuart Gordon Castle Freak that Chris so dearly loves, uh, so I watched it on Shutter. But I started watching the wrong one first until I realized this was not the Castle Freak I was I remembered starting a while ago, and then I I switched over and watched that one. So yeah, there's a 2020 version. Mr. Green has suggested it to us, so thank you, Mr. Green, for suggesting it. I'm sure we will be uh, we will be sports entertained by it at the very least true so what if other people want to recommend remakes of movies we've already watched but didn't know there were remakes for well they could go to uh, our email at sarsprincesspodcast at gmail.com they could uh, go to r slash r slash shp podcast which is the hardest fucking subreddit to name uh, and, and post there they could go to our Twitter, which is at Slaughter Prince, which is Slaughter Princess with no vowels in princess. Uh, or they could go to our Facebook where we're Slaughter Princess, which is uh, the second best way to to suggest movies. The very best way is to go to discord.slaughterprincess.com, join our Discord, go to the movie request channel, and request a movie there. That is where the, the uh, quickest and best access happens. And if you want to listen to us in any way, other than the way we do, you do 
go to any other fucking podcast aggregator, search for Slarish Princess. We're there. Apparently, we also have an IMDb page. Yeah, thanks to Mr. Greed for finding that somehow. Yeah, apparently, we're not, none of us are credited. Only the podcast is credited uh, because not none of us are willing to pay 20 bucks a month to uh, take over the IMDb page and add ourselves, create ourselves and add ourselves. So, I mean, that's weird. It's weird. <laughs> to know that the podcast is on imdb because we are neither an internet nor a movie that's true we are a database but yeah a database of bad reviews so come back next time for castle freak 2020 and what other podcasts think about movies we'll drink movies like i made i don't know drink about movies made like what 20 years after they were made the first time 25 years Bye.